0: Welcome back to American Graffiti, one song at a time, one last song at a time, although we will have more episodes. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I am one of your hosts. I'm a DJ Tierney coming in hot. And with me again today is DJ Doris. Hello! And DJ Rachel. Hello, hello. And today we are talking about one of my favorite songs of all time. I'm so glad it worked out for me to intro this one. We are discussing the credits of American Graffiti while the Beach Boys All Summer Long plays. The song is technically anachronistic. It came out in 1964. Yeah. But but it's the credits, so like we can pretend.
1: It is yeah, no longer good. part of the story. it yeah. is It is definitely the only song the characters don't hear. Yes.
0: Yes. I like that. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Kind of a way to say like, you know, this story, like you said, you know, the characters don't hear it. So it's a progression of the story. It's moving into the future so that this song is a way to specify yeah. that we're moving on. I mean, we've
1: already moved into the future anyway, because we already know what happens to the characters in years to come. Mm-hmm. So why should we stick with the, this wasn't out in 62? Yeah. And like,
0: Very true. Yeah. Thank you, because I love, love, love the way they intro this with the the, do, 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 the xylophone yeah. with the credits <laughs> coming up is just, yeah just so
1: cool. And it kind of to me, this also kind of hits a very nostalgic note again. There's this graphic with the little dots oh, okay. and the rhythm matching. and mm. Is it bad very to say that it, that it reminds me of, of those classic movie credits in the 1950s and 60s, like those old Doris Day movies?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. The regular credits roll, then we get a million song credits. You'll be shocked to hear. <laughs> yeah.
1: Every company gets their own card. Yeah. I love that every company guy.
0: <laughs> but that's how they arrange it, like, courtesy of. Yeah.
1: And then also courtesy of Ratchez and Hammerstein. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
0: Can't forget that one. <laughs> <laughs> the way it's grouped like if they had multiple songs like the beach boys have this and surfing safari so it's like in parentheses it's just really it's just really cute this is yeah 1964 it was the album title also of so there was the album all summer long and the song all summer long i am biased because all summer long is also the closing credits of my favorite Simpsons episode of all time, Summer of Four Foot Two, one of, I think, the best episodes of television. Like, I I remember going through and trying to figure out, like, what are the top five, like, best episodes of a tv show i've ever seen and summer of four foot two is one of them i love it to pieces if you haven't seen it i highly recommend looking it up it is very influenced by this movie like i think all summer long closes that out because of this so yeah my my brain was very happy literally the only thing is that anytime i see this blue for the credits i think we're gonna get the ask for babs at the end like at the (laughs) end of animal (laughs) But that is, that is my only critique, and that is my own brain's fault.
2: <laughs> and do not confuse well. all summer long with the Kid Rock version. You will be
1: oh
0: God. No. sadly no. disappointed. <laughs> Which
1: is, of course, a riff of uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. <sighs> yeah.
0: So I have to, yeah, I, I, I will say, um, I think my politics have mostly been kept out of this show, but it's not hard to guess that Kid Rock and I would maybe not have a lot to talk about. If we met person is a way to put that. Except
1: for that one song, I couldn't even talk about his music.
0: Growing up when I did, going to college when I did, Kid Rock has been a part of my life, a background to my life for quite a while. All Summer Long and Sweet Home Alabama are two of my favorite songs of all time. So the fact that there was a song that combined them, but it's but it's by the worst. oh it really hurt my head it really hurt my head luckily i can just sit back and bask in the original (laughs) (laughs) written by brian wilson and mike love mike love also given me headaches lately in the past few years which is funny because actually so my sister was a music major my sister and i have never quite seen eye to eye on what we like in music and there was a phase where she was reading about and studying brian wilson and she derogatorily when i said something about liking a beat and liking the catchier thing she said all right mike love and like (laughs) (laughs) that has been thrown at me as an insult for being the commercial poppy paul mccartney's wings was not the worst thing that ever happened to music (laughs) person in the family (laughs) (laughs) I like a bouncy bee, all right?
1: (laughs) You know, sometimes, sometimes ignorance is bliss and just enjoy the things that you like and
0: don't dig too deep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can enjoy the man's music career and think he's made some choices with the Beach Boys lately. That really, really angered me. Um, So, yeah, this is we're watching the credits, but these are these are not long credits by the standards of today. No, Lucas had not Star Wars it up and decided to give everyone a line. <laughs> yeah, no, as we said, not even uh, the parents are credited
1: here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I looked to see what the editing credit was, but. It ain't here. So at the top of the movie, we got Verna Fields and Marsha Lucas. And he talks over the credits about how, so Verna Fields did the original edit. That's why she's credited as an editor. But it was three hours long. And then she had to leave to work on another movie. And Marsha kind of pulled it out. Thank you. So yeah. you would not know that listening to George Lucas talk about this movie. He literally never says her name. He talks about recutting the movie, struggling to balance the four storylines, how much work he did on it. But credits don't lie, buddy. And uh, you felt differently in 1973 when this came out. And we know Marcia was there. <laughs> and she was not just there for this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, one last shout out to Marsha Lucas's contributions to film, which do not get enough shout outs because of an acrimonious divorce. (laughs) Which I get that he, like, doesn't want to, like, dwell on it, but it does kind of bum me out that he will not even give the credit of, like, oh, by the way, Marsha was there. (laughs) Literally just the singular i <laughs> mm. did any any credit stand out to you guys as we're going along
1: we're just noticing how short it is and how cheerful
0: they are yeah he broke our heart but then he yeah he, he kind of picks us, us up
1: again closes us back together and i i like how they give the uh
2: even the uh like radio commercials, uh, a small little shout-out near the yeah. end of the credits, too. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you don't really think about, about that having a place in the credits, but it's like, yeah, hey, that's pretty cool because...
1: Yeah. I mean, he's using pre-recorded stuff. Yeah. Might as well acknowledge it. Oh, yeah.
0: I will say if you look up the Wikipedia article, at least at the time of recording for the song all summer long, there's like a really long paragraph under, uh, what is it called? "Use in Media, where they not only, they don't just mention that it was here, they like analyze its place in american history they
1: elaborate on it
0: yes it's it's really great whoever wrote that
1: commentary and a metaphor
0: yeah oh it has a citation to like icons of rock and encyclopedia of the legends who changed music forever by scott schinders Hmm. oh and andy schwartz so uh yeah that was great i just i was a total sucker for the beach boys they the beach boys or as I call them, beachy boys. (laughs) And Doobie Brothers were some of my first words, which horrifies my mother that technically (laughs) Doobie was one of my first words. But it's because I wanted (laughs) a particular record on, not any other reason. But yeah, we had had Endless Summer, the double LP. That was like the soundtrack to my life. Back when it was literally a record that your parents had to put on because my hands weren't big enough. Yeah, yeah. And then I... I grew up and developed a problematic but raging crush on Dennis Wilson that is, like, good 50% of why I learned to play the drums.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you wouldn't have made friends with John Milner, being such a fan of the Beach Boys.
0: Yeah, yeah. Milner would have no patience with me whatsoever.
1: (laughs) But you could have just hung out with Carol and listened. Yeah. Yeah, Because she likes them. Yeah.
0: She's your style uh, soulmate and my just, like, best friend, basically. Yeah. The next Monday, uh, when she goes to school and she tells everyone all about how she got to go cruising with John Milner, I'm one of the people like, oh, my God, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. I have to be friends with this girl. (laughs) Can you show me proof?
1: Here's (laughs) the (laughs) knob.
0: Shout out to The Mandalorian. I don't remember if I mentioned that, but yeah. I know I
1: did on a couple of my episodes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We did. That
0: had to be from this. Of course (laughs) it was.
1: (laughs) It's one of those where you're watching the
2: movie and you're just like, holy crap! Wow. Yeah. Of Yoda. It, it, it yeah. of
1: course depends on which in 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 how you watch it. If you watch The Mandalorian first and then, Oh. Huh? Yeah, Is that's, that's true. Lot to the Mandalorian? Well, can't be. <laughs> but of course, <laughs> if you know your American graffiti, yeah. Someone loves their American graffiti when you watch The Mandalorian.
0: yup I love the idea that 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 introduced someone to America. Like someone had no idea that American graffiti existed. They watched The Mandalorian. They saw that uh, they saw people saying like, "Oh, that's an Easter egg. That's a reference to American graffiti," and they were like, "What's American graffiti?" And it just like opened up this whole new world of Lucasfilm. Let to us them. tell <laughs> you all
1: about it. That would be awesome.
0: That makes me very happy. Yeah.
1: So you grew up listening
0: to the Beach Boys. Yep.
1: yep, for me, it was the Beatles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mine was kind of a good mix of both.
0: Yeah, I, the Beatles definitely, my mom was a huge Beatles fan. They always existed, but I feel like the Beatles did not really become a part of my life until I was like, uh, eight, nine, I want to say. They existed before, but I didn't know about them. That was the one when I was like, oh, let's rent all the movies. Let's see Hard Day's Night and... Sergeant Pepper and all that stuff. And then um, also just a coincidence of that was around the time they did that Beatles anthology series. Yes. Yeah. And I remember that just like dominating pop culture and the Beatles being everywhere again. Yeah. Those,
1: those two albums, the red one and the blue one, mm-hmm. they were like the only pop music albums that we had at home because my parents didn't listen to a lot of pop, mm. at least not English speaking pop of course they listen to a lot of 70s german stuff so for me the beatles were it kind of that was the the only kind of uh, british pop stuff that i could listen to as a child
0: yeah i think it also diluted a little bit because until that like pop culture explosion and it's like oh my god the beatles the influence of the beatles and i was old enough to like understand musical influences and everything until then it It was like, oh yeah, the Beatles and Hermit's Hermits. I'm sure they were equally important in the past. And it's like, no, 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 that's not it, honey. (laughs) But yeah, I went totally hardcore for surfer music. I have surfed. I have the Stoke. It is a whole thing. My dad grew up in Southern California in the late 50s, early 60s. So yeah, it just, um, the story is, oh, screw it. I'll share it. Um, my mother went to California when she was pregnant with me. And the joke is that, like, somehow that imprinted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she had a business thing in San Francisco and she decided, like, oh, let's make a vacation of it. So they flew out to San Francisco, did the business thing, and then drove down to Southern California so that my dad could show her, like, where he grew up and then flew home from there. And they went to a drive-in movie, and they went on a Ferris wheel at Knott's Berry Farm.
1: <laughs> oh, cool. And you've been a, a secret closeted California girl ever since.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. And then and then I am of the generation where the Babysitter's Club was a thing, and Don Schaefer like, yes. was my idol. <laughs> Yeah. Dawn on the Coast was my first Babysitter's Club book, and I never looked back. (laughs) (laughs) So the fact that I'm a brunette living in Boston is like traumatizing to me. It's okay. (laughs) <laughs> that is not how I saw this last episode going. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for taking me on that journey. Um, what are what are your guys' kind of thoughts? Because yeah, this has been, like I said, just right in my wheelhouse. It was right there, perfect for me. But how are you guys feeling? Especially, oh my God, Rachel, I should ask you first because this has really been a journey for you.
2: Oh yeah, with uh, this being my first experience with the movie.
0: <laughs> I guess it's too late to ask in episode 53 did did you did you like American Graffiti I
2: I did I mean especially being like you know being the age I am now and watching it you get to appreciate a lot more cuz I like, like I've heard on other podcasts and such you appreciate more of like the quiet parts or you know the parts where you know maybe it's just dialogue and you know this movie isn't you know by any means like super action-packed and blah blah and Mm -hmm. it's just it's a journey for the characters and it's a journey for the viewer and no matter what age you are or what decade you grew up in it hits a nostalgic spot For looking back on your high school experience and that big step of stepping out into the world it it, it just no matter what i feel like you can relate somewhat to this movie and to any of the characters so i and just the soundtrack absolutely loved it just yeah a plus two thumbs up Yay! <laughs> Can't wait to see American oh. Graffiti 2. I'm sure it'll blow this one out of the water. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yes uh as of this recording doris is the only one of us who has ever seen more american graffiti but that will be changing soon this is the end of the movie but it is not the end of american graffiti one song at a time we have our review of more american graffiti we're not doing it in any like chunks it is just one one movie one episode <laughs> <laughs>
2: <That's good. laughs> It's like, hmm, does it only warrant one episode of <laughs> where it's like, meh.
0: I mean, <laughs> we've already Wait been warned. That. Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm so curious at this point. But uh, yes, we will we will watch that and reconvene. So don't hit unsubscribe. We will be back <laughs> just in slightly different format. Uh, so I, I guess any final thoughts? any, any wrap-ups to to say uh I still like it yay
1: <laughs> even looking at it analyzing it I mean my perception of it shifted a bit I like some characters more other characters less but on the whole still a nice movie to watch on a Saturday night
0: yeah yeah thank you Doris for having your first movies by minute hosting experience Ooh. I'm glad we did not destroy a movie for you. <laughs> Doesn't it, does it usually happen, but there's always that chance. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. If if you look at stuff that you've liked for, for a very long time and you revisit it with a lot different experiences and you look at it very closely, it can happen that you start to think, Why did I do this? <laughs> yeah. Didn't happen for me on this one though no still like it still would
0: recommend oh that's awesome i'm so glad to hear that thank you guys so much for for joining me on this experience and listeners thank you for coming with us to the end to the motion picture association pg (laughs) (laughs) accreditation (laughs) that we close out with yeah i was very confused because my screen faded to black and i'm like uh this is this clip is still going. And then it's like, yep, the the code and rating administration has rated this motion picture PG because pg-13 did not exist and would not exist for many years to come
1: yeah and if you want to go and find out how that came into existence you would have to listen to another podcast
0: exactly (laughs) it's doable though (laughs) yeah i think all the movies that were involved in that decision yeah because it was temple of doom and gremlin they both have they both have movies by minute podcast exactly yeah well we'll we'll be back we'll we will reconvene just we will that that that's the end of the movie woo pop the champagne and all that good stuff so all right and we made it to the end of the show without me coming up with a sign off
2: <laughs> <laughs> um well,
0: journey. last chance <laughs> I'll, I'll let wolfman jack handle that <laughs>
1: we'll just end with ow yeah. Let's do the wolf thing and let's let's do a wolfman check sand Yes.
0: Should I should I count us down so we can all do it together?
1: Yeah, that'd
0: probably be good. Like
1: a really wolf howl?
0: Yep, howl. Will
1: will Chewie be okay? Yeah. Will Chewie be like, what is happening? Chewie doesn't howl. He never howls.
0: Okay. That that is a consideration. It's like I don't wanna upset. I mean it would it would sound more
1: realistic then. he doesn't he doesn't
0: i i will say so there's a podcast on buffy the vampire slayer where they do sign off all their episodes with a wolf howl and one of the um one of the co-hosts got a little um boston terrier or french bulldog i forget but like that shape and he's little and she was trying to teach him to howl and it's so cute because he's just like He's he's doing his best, but he's not like. Oh, he's, he's not, not it. <laughs>
1: he's looking very intently at me right now. So let's see what he does.
0: All right. So on the count of three, we'll we'll all <laughs> Wolfman we'll out. All right. One, two, three. <gasps> oh.